بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم Assalamu alaikum Welcome to the Zaytuna College Ramadan podcast During this blessed month we invite you to join the faculty staff and guests of Zaytuna College as they reflect upon timeless reminders from the Quran and the Islamic tradition Today's episode is by Hiba El-Haddad, who is a mental health practitioner serving the students of Zaytuna College. The experience of pain and trauma can greatly distort our view of life, but can trials also offer benefit? Research indicates that a lack of adversity can weaken people by making them less resilient. In this episode, Hiba explores the benefits of tribulation in the Islamic tradition and how hardship can connect us to meaning and reinforce our resilience. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. How can this be good for me is a question often asked by those in times of crisis, high stress and challenges. This past year has felt like a blur for many, filled with hundreds of thousands of death announcements, uncertainty for all and a global economic downturn. Awareness of problems that were once at a distance due to the thick layer of distraction and life's responsibilities was suddenly peeled away with those problems now being shifted to the forefront. The once nebulous became apparent and it's almost as though our creator has allowed for a highlighter to be run through all the cracks, deficiencies and shortcomings in the lives of all of those impacted. And the emotion associated with this heightened sense of awareness is often pain. Incomprehensible life events such as losing one's sense of security, safety, and the death of loved ones and tragedy all have qualities that magnify emotional impact. Perceived to be unusual, we tend to dwell and ruminate on these events for years after, trying to make sense of them in order to have a type of control over them to avoid any similar event from taking place again. This often manifests as different forms of anxiety. Because when we can explain an event, we can make peace with it and place it neatly on a shelf in our mental database. But when an event such as death of a loved one or a significant struggle of some form defies worldly explanations of what's characterized as ordinary, it doesn't fit any mental schema and keeps haunting us in the form of an open wound which is identified as a trauma. We then begin to draw from our imagination which is rooted in our cultures, experiences, upbringing, and the lens through which we view the world to try to interpret the loss or event in some way. Contrary to common belief, our thoughts are not formed from what we see around us. What we see around us is determined by what we think. And faith or revelation does exactly that. It teaches us how to view and define what happens to us, as well as providing us with one of the biggest modulators of stress according to top researchers in the field and that is predictability Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in his infinite mercy has revealed to us the ways in which we will be tested and what to expect in this life and the next as outlined in the verses of the Quran and lessons from the seerah an example of such a verse is from surah al-baqarah ayah 155 وَلَنَبْلُوَنَّكُمْ بِشَيْءٍ مِّنَ الْخَوْفِ وَالْجُوعِ وَنَقْصٍ مِّنَ الْأَمْوَالِ وَالْأَنفُسِ وَالثَّمَرَاتِ وَبَشِّرِ الصَّابِرِينَ 
and surely we will test you with something of fear and hunger and loss of wealth and lives and fruits, and give glad tidings to those who are patient. The extent to which we are each tested depends on what we need in order for us to break open for the light of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to do what light is intended to accomplish, to illuminate everything inside of us that needs fortification, rectifying, healing, and strengthening. And it is out of Allah's mercy that we come to learn of our own internal blemishes that we have an opportunity to grow from them before our meeting with Him. We are always grateful for those who inform us that our car lights were left on as opposed to others choosing not to tell us and ending up with a malfunctioning car battery the next day. And this is a simple example of why having an awareness matters. The guidance from the Qur'an provides a clear lane on our path through which our pain can flow without obstruction, but with guidance by setting limits on each side for it which is critical. Pain by nature knows no bounds and stifles mental clarity, and the nafs becomes a slave to our emotions. It can morph into resentment, hatred, revenge, self-harm, or the formation of movements that drown people in their emotions, impulses, and desires that when followed have no end and no happy ending in both the temporary and eternal abodes. Many identities are also formed around one's pain, which can be detrimental as one becomes highly reactive to their surroundings and comes to see everything through their wounds and not from a sound place of clarity and healthy thought processes. This makes assessing one's thoughts after a tragic loss or significant hardship necessary. We may also find ourselves leading others or the masses from a place of pain, derived from past rejections, perceived failures, conflicts, abuse, or betrayals, which frequently incite anger towards an individual, group, place, or thing. This breeds discontent instead of inner peace and a mobilization towards positive change and uprightness in character. Pain is often wrongfully misdirected towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or directed towards individuals, institutions, or establishments whom we have determined to be a cause for our anguish, wrongfully so. We have a tendency as humans to fixate excessively on the person or circumstance through which our trial was delivered, as revealed to us in Surah Al-Furqan, وَجَعَلْنَا بَعْدَكُمْ لِبَعْضٍ فِتْنَةٍ we fail to see through it in order to connect back to Allah and extract the requisite lessons, wisdom, and facilitate our journey towards growth. We are often on the brink of mayhem by design in this life, but it all comes down to what we choose to do with the residual hurt from an occurrence or a circumstance that can be the cause for our success and salvation or a means for our wounds to grow and consume us to a point of debilitating overwhelm. And every single one of us will undergo some form of loss that shakes us to our core. For some wounds can be likened to an internal earthquake, which in its aftermath leaves one feeling disoriented, at times questioning their beliefs and identities. And this is why grounding ourselves in knowledge of our faith, what to expect ahead of us as a means of modulating our stress 
connecting with our teachers, mentors, and righteous companionship, along with a loving support system, is imperative if we only open ourselves up to it. And only open yourself up to those who have weathered the storms of life and came out on the other side more resilient and connected to Al-Jabbar, the restorer who repairs broken hearts and soothes ailing minds. We don't need the world to validate us, for they may validate things within us that bring us down spiritually and embolden us to a point of arrogance, narcissism, and delusion. Satan wreaks havoc on the lone individual, isolated from a sound support system. Yet he doesn't stand much of a chance when we safeguard our hearts and minds adequately through all of the means gifted to us by the all-knowing. Revisiting the question of how can this be good for me guides us to look into post-traumatic growth and research findings that are in alignment with our faith and traditions teachings. Al-Izz ibn Abdus Salam, a renowned Shafi'i theologian and jurist, wrote a text on the 17 benefits of adversity, with one of them being calmness and self-control in the face of calamity. A lack of adversity in one's life weakens you, and you become increasingly incapacitated in the face of hardships which are a byproduct of our existence in this temporal realm. As prominent psychologist Dr. Viktor Frankl mentioned, Hardship connects you to your meaning in life while allowing you to become more in touch with your life's values and principles that drive your behaviors and decisions. And nothing can bring us more calm and inner peace than being connected to your why in life. Another gain as a result of hardships that is mentioned in the text by Al-Aiz ibn Abdus Salam is the hidden wisdom of difficulties that may not be apparent to us right away but reveal themselves in the long term. Many of the research findings on the concept of post-traumatic growth today may very well point to some of these hidden wisdoms that come wrapped in a shell of stressors, burnout, and fatigue in both body and spirit. Interestingly enough, yet not surprising in the least, a research conducted by Hulbert and Anderson sheds light on a very similar concept to those relayed by Eliza ibn Abdus Salam centuries later. Through a longitudinal experimental study, it was identified that those with a history of moderate amounts of trauma can have lasting benefits such as improved resilience in facing life's challenges and better overall mental well-being later in life. This leads us to the understanding that the purpose of pain is to stimulate remembrance of Allah and the expansion of our capacity reservoirs when we are ready to move past the points of shock and grief that all too often accompany losses. Losses reorient us to cultivating a renewed appreciation for the once deemed to be little things that become the big things, such as shelter, clothing, well-being, and daily sustenance, which are often overlooked and placed on the back burner in comparison to our pressing work deadlines and travel plans. There is no one more appreciative for a second chance at life than a patient who was hospitalized for an injury for months and was blessed with the gift of recovery. Or having a diabetic parent who was diagnosed with COVID and initially had a very poor prognosis, regain their health and fully recover. We come to know states of gratitude and ease through encounters with struggle and disharmony, for Allah teaches us through contrasts. When loss breaks us open, we develop cognitive flexibility 
that can only be gained through sensing our inner fragility that humility fosters. Our degree of awareness deepens, and the way in which we experience life is enhanced by default. We approach life with more seriousness and a sense of urgency after coming face to face with our own mortality, either directly or vicariously through the trials of loved ones. And ultimately, one of the most profound takeaways from experiencing pain through various forms of loss is coming to realize that our extensive investments in this dunya are unavailing except for the ones that have benefits for our akhirah as our beliefs and outlooks in life elevate from the realm of the immature and superficial to the mature and profound. Pain softens us and connects us to our sense of humanity and connects us to others. Our faith is a future-oriented one and necessitates that we are centered, well-learned, and prepared to rise towards states of betterment with each passing tribulation, as stagnating is easier than we'd like to believe. Feel your pain within limits, as our beloved beautifully exemplified for us with the loss of his son Ibrahim, as his eyes shed tears and his heart deeply grieved. Know that trauma and loss are only transitory stations on your way to attaining wisdom, and they're not a final destination. And the most crucial aspect of processing pain is how you make sense of it in the narrative development phase. Questions to ask ourselves are what opportunities are embedded within this crisis or challenge? Is the way that I'm interpreting events healthy? Is it deepening my bond with my faith or is it distancing me? Knowing that this experience was customized by Allah Azzawajal, specifically for me, how can I use it to refine my personality and character, knowing my tendencies and nature? How can I use the lessons drawn to benefit others in a manner that pleases my Creator? And we seal all of our actions with dua or supplication. And the dua supplicated by our beloved for protection against the harshness of trials and having the ability to recover from them is... Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min jahdi al-bala' wa darki al-shaqa' wa su'i al-qada' wa shamatati al-a'da' O Allah, we seek refuge in you from the distress of trials, from the lowest level of misery, from the perversity of fate, and from the malicious rejoicing of enemies. Thank you all for tuning in to today's episode. I pray your Ramadan is immensely blessed, and that our worship is accepted and our hearts are purified. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Thank you for listening to the Zaytuna College Ramadan podcast. Help root Islamic scholarship in the soil of America by visiting zaytuna.edu forward slash support.